This episode of Weed and Grub is brought to you by Blank Brand. Blank Brand is a compassion-priced line of products. Your eyebrows, when you say something that you enjoy, mm-hmm. your eyebrows go up. Oh. It- <laughs> you're just- uh, <laughs> Blank Brand. <laughs> Blank Brand is kind of like an anti-brand. Instead of putting money into expensive, flashy packaging, Blank Brand keeps overhead low. See my eyebrows? Yeah, they're going uh, high. Oh. To <laughs> offer the highest quality products at the best possible price. So that means instead of dropping cash on flash just make a great product and let it speak for itself their motto is all killer no filler yo blank brand thank you yeah thank you i only want to fuck with brands that stand for something like i'm so oh do you know what i'm saying now more than ever now more than ever thank you for just standing for something and making a product that is not only good for you but something that i can believe in because you're doing it the right way and it's coming from the fucking heart. And they're delicious. The gummies come in flavors like pineapple butterscotch, watermelon mojito, root beer float, and island guava. And their chocolate bars are made with the highest quality ingredients, including Belgium dark chocolate and golden caramel milk chocolate. Do you know what I did the other night with the island guava? What? I popped two Mm -hmm. and went out in the backyard Mm -hmm. and just looked at the Big Dipper. (gasps) Oh, wow. It was so nice. It was, I could feel the day leave me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was actually on an island. That's so crazy. You know, like, and and just to like look at the stars and remember what it's like to be alive. And man, Blank Brand, I'm, <laughs> oh man. It was such a good moment of just feeling like my best self, relaxing and just kind of having peace and singularity in the universe. I. I don't wow. know. It was really nice. Feeling really connected. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Talk about no filler. All all killer, no filler. Yeah. They're not bougie. They just taste super fancy without breaking your budget. Go to blankbrand.net to learn more. Blank brand products speak for... Oh, I said that weird. Blank brand products. Your eyebrows slid into your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I have halibut eyes. Blank <laughs> brand products speak for themselves. All killer, no filler. Hell yes. Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. Where do you keep your passwords? I, what? Where do you keep your passwords? My passwords? Yep. I'm looking to hack your life. You no, want, I'm you asking. You want to check out my bank account? I'm asking because I just lost all of my passwords. No! <laughs> do you keep them in a jar next to an open window? Where do you keep yours? <laughs> yeah, slips of paper in a jar next to an open window. And I just one do of like these a, is my Spotify. Hold on. Yeah, no. I just do a lucky dip every day. I'm like, hmm, let me see. I need to log into my Acorns account. <laughs> what is that one? Where do you keep yours? Or where did you keep yours? Uh, it doesn't matter, but I deleted it by accident. Oh, <laughs> fuck, yo. Holy smoke, show. Really? Yeah. Yep. So you keep it on a notes app in oh, your phone <laughs> and you deleted a note. That's exactly where that shit went, huh? Busted. Yeah. An yep. ongoing iCloud note app. Yep. I had a, a master document with, and I know it's so bad, but I've tried the like, 
fucking password apps and everything. And I, you know, and I don't obviously want to write them down in a book, but then it's probably worse to keep them on my, I don't fucking know. Do you? What do you do? What do I do? Yeah. I use the same three and a half passwords for everything and figure it's, it's one variation of each. But right now I'm fucked because I've used so many variations of variations of variations that now when I can't remember a variation and I have to create a new one, Mm -hmm. I have to start a whole new new password word to to oh. create variations on the root password the root and i i can't remember a new root for the life of me yeah I, new roots Mm-mm. new roots are fucking hard and i i'm so like you i do the exact same thing i have like i mean obviously i don't want to talk too much about what they're like but most of them are food involved oh yeah and then you know you just replace letters and numbers with fuck a runny, yeah fuck a runny yoke 420 exactly capital so, f to throw them off but then you can't do fuck a runny yoke 420 exclamation point or fuck a runny yoke with like the you know c as of three or something because then it's too close to your old password or uh, yeah. what's happening Yes, and I would, will never remember the three is right. a C is. I don't remember any of that shit. How do you choose a new root password? Honestly, I don't think you need passwords. <laughs> <laughs> you just need eyeball scans. It's, it feels like security theater. I have Face ID now. Oh my god! For the first time, on my iPhone, my new iPhone, which I just got, which I'm so happy about. It's a fucking amazing machine. And I did the face ID thing and I was like, is this a good idea? This feels like a weird idea where I'm telling a computer to know what I look like. And now I open my phone by looking at it. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Damn. Do you, do you think it's wrong? Do you think I'm like a slave to the machine by going with that um, technology? Well, I just started thinking about if like I was watching porn and my screen <laughs> locked because I was in it. I just have to like kind of glance an eye back at the phone and it'll get the video back up for me. Mm-hmm. And I do think there's convenience in that because your hands are tied. Wow. So I do appreciate that for porn watching on my 11. Okay. Um, other than that, I see no <laughs> advantage. <laughs> uh, I find it useful when I'm in the kitchen cooking. Wholesome. Mm-hmm. Um, making <laughs> making a recipe with my New York Times cooking app, uh-huh. and it auto locks, and I just have to look at it. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I also guess, porn, oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Course. I, 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 I don't like the trickery of convenience for soul selling. And that is something that I've signed on for so long and there's no turning back from it. But it doesn't mean I have to be happy about it as I continue to do it. That's the part that hurts me the most is the the idea of security and convenience Mm -hmm. um, being paramount when it comes to actual real safety. Yeah. And you're not safe. Like, what do you need passwords on your fucking email for? So that they don't know your... Grubhub five dollar off code that everybody else got. Like, what is in your emails? Well, right. That is so well, personal I and important. Oh, so everything is my fucking email. In fact, my it's so funny. That but you they say can that get them no matter what okay, because please. my fucking disgusting ex hacked my fucking email and um, wrote emails to friends of mine posing as me. No. Yes. Whoa. To okay. try and get information about me that then he could use against. Oh my god, he was a fucking. Keep going on this. I don't want to interrupt. Say I say all of it. Found him in my computer. He was what? It doesn't matter the whole story. But anyway, yes, he hacked in and didn't even hack into my email. He just opened my laptop and like used my email to write 
in investigatory emails to other friends of mine posing as me trying to get it was the whole fucking thing was crazy but then <laughs> what happened was I then had to put a two-step verification on my email so that if anyone else tried to sign into it it would send an alert to my phone and I put a password on my laptop so that could be hacked into either and now I'm in like a password spiral hellhole of my own making because I was involved with a bad person who fucked me over with my trust because before that I'd never even considered putting a password on my computer why would I there's no reason to no, until to. one person ruins the party. Yeah. Ruin the party. Yeah. one per- It only takes one person <laughs> to ruin the party. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's wild. So people were writing back to him while he's posing as you, giving no. him information that he then was able to use against you? What happened was he wrote to a very dear old friend of mine who he was jealous of, posing as me and trying to get information from my dear old friend, who then immediately didn't write back to my email because he was suspicious. He called me and was like, yo, did you just send me this weird email? Because that doesn't sound like you. <laughs> what a great friend. Yeah, he's a great friend who's known me my whole life and was like, this doesn't sound right, and I'm a little bit worried about you and what's going on. And um, yeah, anyway. And then you go into your sent messages and you see and I was like, oh, what? all these from Mary Jane, from Mary Jane, mm-hmm. from Mary Jane's. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. That's like a hallmark of a bad abuser person. They'll do that. They'll like, I mean, they'll do whatever it takes to like control you. It's crazy. It was a weird lesson though, because I never had my trust abused like that. Like I think everyone's had their like diary read by a younger sister or, you know, some weird thing at school where someone got a hold of your notebook and like, but that true like betrayal of trust was a new shock to the system. I was like, what? That's a level I've never heard of before because most times I hear about <laughs> hackings. It's like, don't open that Facebook DM. Oh, sure. And you're like, who gives a shit? Right. Like, Facebook is already a hellscape of like soulless capitalism. So don't open that foot ad. Yeah, no shit you got right. hacked. Like, who gives a fuck? This is real. This is personal. This is why passwords were created and are important. <laughs> yeah, this was someone in my life who was, yeah, really trying to mess with me. Damn. So it's important to have that privacy. For, for many reasons, obviously, but you know, when you're just a person with email, yeah, a password can just protect your thoughts for, is, for you. Is that why you did the face opening unlocking on your phone is for that, that type of security? No, I did that because it was like a cool technological thing that I hadn't experienced before. Oh. And now it's so funny because uh, it doesn't work with a mask. Right. So it's not actually that convenient because most of the time when I want to unlock my phone without touching it, you're out in public you're just like, oh, I'll just look at it. And then it just is like, enter your passcode. <laughs> I'm like, ah, fuck. That is funny because I remember when Face ID came out and everybody was like, well, I guess the only way to unlock my phone is with a blunt in my mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like, did not think ahead with this new technology. I have, always have to be eating toasted ravioli. Otherwise, my phone won't open. I wonder if I could rescan my face wearing a mask and then it would learn to recognize me just by whatever part of my face is available. I'm going to look into that. What happens if you get a tattoo on your face? Uh, I think the face thing is more about like, I don't think it has to do, because you I know you can wear different kinds of makeup. But no mask. tattoo would register as makeup, but the mask actually conceals your features so much. I don't know. I, I don't fucking, know how it works, Mike. I don't know how it fucking works. I just don't like that we have to put in the work. We're already giving them our face, and yeah. now we have to redo it with masks. Why don't you make a fucking app update that <laughs> allows masks to be worn instead of making all of us do all the work for you, fuckers? Have you heard about, have we talked about it on here maybe about the whole, you know, when you're like trying to get into a new thing and it's like select all the pictures with streetlights? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have we talked about that on here? Uh, that's actually making 
when you recognize um, things for AI, it's actually helping develop AI. Really? Did you know that? I didn't know that. So <laughs> this is Weed and Grab, the podcast, by the way. We should oh, get yeah. into that a little bit. <laughs> it's a it's a podcast about comedy <laughs> culture, calling shit out, cannabis, cooking, conspiracy theories. AI. AI. Um, passwords. Face ID. Creeps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad relationships. So much. Captchas. Yeah. Back to captchas. Back what are you captchas. talking about? So that whole technology of like pick out the pictures with a bus and then click the I'm not a robot button captcha is helping develop artificial intelligence. Stop. Yeah, just like TikTok is a deep dive into everything to help fucking robots learn how to rule the world. Right. It's all happening to develop the AI that will ultimately become our overlords. Why why do people need to do it? Um just like don't don't well then you can't get into that website like i can't get into like terminator came out in 1987 say i don't fucking know when terminator came out yeah probably i don't know when blade runner came out i don't know when any movie ever came out but what i do know is philip k dick has told the future by telling us what the future is gonna be and who fucking read those books and was like yo i need that I need that to be the future. The people who are developing the AI. I know, but just like don't. <laughs> but like don't do that is what I'm saying. Like oh. who read that and was inspired to create a god for ourselves that we didn't ask for and don't need. That's well, so fucking crazy to me that we're just like it's not like science fiction predicted the future. It laid out the blueprint for a future and the people are like, yeah. Because it's the natural consequence of how human evolution has progressed. I mean, we just all see where it's going. We all dream the same things. It's like falling up an escalator. Yeah. Like you're going to get there, but you're going to get there looking like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Don't make the robot uh, technology that's going to destroy society. Uh-huh. I also, can't you know, I can't do a roundhouse kick. So why, can, why are we teaching robots who are supposed to deliver packages how to do roundhouse kicks? Because they're going to fight for you. So you don't have to fight. Oh, don't pick on me or else my robot will beat up your robot. Sure. Or maybe you don't have to go to war. You know, you just get your robots to fight. But then we can't decide who wins. That's um, the problem. Right. Well, nobody wants to win. That's the thing. Perpetual war is the idea in 1984. Like the idea is that perpetual war is the most profitable thing. And so someone's always at war and they always change who's at war. So the people feel like they're sometimes on the winning side and sometimes on the losing side. But the big idea is that perpetual war is the only way to continue to make money. For real? Dude, you have, I, this is like, yes, please read it. I will hang out with you. Let's do chapter by chapter. I mean, it's fucking depressing, but would you do a Patreon with me? Sure. About purely about 1984. And it's called like, like book club. Read with us. Read with us. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Read and grub. Read and grub. Would you do read and grub with me? Because everything that I get on a high horse about and get fucking furious about you're like oh there's a book about that (laughs) and i'm like when (laughs) how oh it's a classic too okay these aren't original thoughts fuck somebody else said them better that's the coolest thing about it though like i was just uh reading an article it was an interview with a young climate activist who was like young people are angry about shit that people have known about for a long time they're just angry about it in a purer way because they haven't overthought it but yeah i'm fucking pissed about shit that should have been solved decades ago so it doesn't matter if there are books about it because it's all the fucking same so your fucking thoughts and anger are exactly like they're pure because they're you know you have those thoughts there's just like unfortunate that you know other people have fucking you know grappled with them and not had a fucking solution right but yeah that idea the orwell's 1984 is like such an indictment of the current society that we live in 
you know, all the way back to every other fucking terrible overlord and authoritarian regime. It's crazy to think that there will be a perpetual wartime where it's all fought by robots and our whole job is to stay home in lockdown because of COVID and buy things yeah. while all the robots fight for us. And it's like sometimes you win, sometimes you, it's like it's like consumer capitalism backgammon. Mm. And the whole goal is just for you to stay home and keep playing while, uh, while everything else happens outside. As yeah. long as you keep spending money shut the fuck up and sometimes you win sometimes you lose and then there's the like evolution that the matrix went down the road of where it was like the robots just turn us into batteries for their own fucking survival i was just reading <clears throat> about the matrix on reddit mm-hmm. i was high okay Big good deal. you should yeah <laughs> i'm glad you should be if you Don't, weren't i'd be worried and they were saying like there's all these great twists about the ending where neo is actually the bad guy in the whole thing and mr smith is the person who has tried to get humanity to play by the rules of like euphoric peace all the time by having a common enemy and they still can't get it right and actually neo is the one who ruins everything because the matrix is supposed to be this like garden of eden utopian society Uh and people just the civil unrest completely destroys what could be an incredible time in a euphoric place. And so it's actually, you the, the good guys, the side of humanity that you're on is actually the bad guys and the virus and the whole thing. That's, <clears throat> I would love to hear more about that. Is that, was the third movie Revolutions? Is that what it was called? Ooh, I don't want to guess, so I don't want to say. I just remember that I couldn't get through it because it was too, I don't know, unwieldy or something. But isn't there another one in development right now? Yeah, there, I auditioned for number four and didn't get it. So I hope whoever did has a great job and has a beautiful career. They're fucking loss not having you in that fucking movie. You would have been great. I think I'd be good in yeah. a Matrix movie. You'd be so good. Yeah. As like the fucking bearded hacker guy who's like oh, smart. If and- you put me in a rolly chair between two computers on Eve equal sides of the room Mm -hmm. you're gonna get the best performance of your life sliding between chairs clicking on keys saying how fast i'm going telling to hold on doing the fast i can a pencil will probably be in my mouth while i'm doing it you're gonna get a great performance mad quips mad quips yeah i'm putting it's one-liners and button pushing man that's my whole wheelhouse (laughs) (laughs) your loss matrix four and you should see his beard right now everyone i don't know if everyone's seen the like full glory of this uh, lockdown covid beard but i look like in super mario's i look like jewish toad with a beard with a bunion beard the, instead of a mushroom head it's just a huge afro it's fucking impressive <laughs> it's impressive anyway no i don't need to this is i'm i'm uh i'm feisty and angry today let's talk about something beautiful in the news okay well speaking of reed and grub the grub gazette uh we have a great story coming to us from mary jane our yeah. friend mary stardust if you haven't listened to our interview with mary carrion who is over at mary jane and they are reporting that kansas city missouri just removed all criminal penalties for pot possession Fuck yes. That's your neck of the woods. I, something good coming out of my neck of the woods, too. How yeah. great is that? Oh, and fuck those lawyers, uh, the McCloskeys. They just got uh, busted for a felony. They did? Because they're insane fucking behavior. Yes. So, sorry. Back to Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. Damn right. Oh, that's so good. So, basically, Kansas City voters decriminalized weed back in 2017, but this new ordinance means that cops can no longer bust someone just for possessing pot, no matter what. It's not a fucking criminal penalty. Um, Which means they can't be planted on them, either. Right. Which is fucking That's not huge. an excuse to bust you. Under the measure, the penalty for possessing 35 or fewer grams of weed became a $25 fine. Stop it. Yep. Yo, what do you want that? In a gift card to B. Dalton? Let's go. Yeah, it's like an open ticket fucking, or an open container ticket, right? Or jaywalking. 
Something you know? something minimal as it should be. Uh, the possession of over 35 grams became a $500 fine, and there is no chance of jail time or a permanent criminal record. Fucking huge. That's a big deal. It is a big fucking deal. Yeah. Kansas City. That means that while we fight to free pot prisoners, the idea of future pot prisoners is becoming smaller and smaller and smaller every day. Yeah. And that, I, I'll take it where I can get it, yo. That's fantastic. It's very cool. I mean, that's one of the ways forward is de- decriminalizing as opposed to trying to push measures through the legislati- le- legislature to legalize and you know be able to profit off cannabis as a business. Just decriminalizing so people aren't serving fucking jail time and losing... You know, livelihoods and homes and families over this shit is a huge step forward. And that, you know, a lot of pot activists say that that would be the best step forward for the federal government, not necessarily to legalize it for sale, but to decriminalize, deschedule and decriminalize it for, you know, everyone across the country. Huge. I'm just picturing like a black person being thrown against the hood of a cop car and force forcibly emptying their pockets and them having weed on them and that sitting on the hood of the cop car and there's nothing they can fucking do about it. It also For means, the first time ever. That's so fucking great. Yeah. Oh, I smell like weed? Okay, fuck you. That's also not a fucking crime. Right. So when you get pulled over. Yep. Uh, oh, I smell weed. Let me search your car. No. 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 Wow. Yeah. Take that, 1984. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to 2020, bitch. <laughs> can we talk about smells a little bit? Oh, yeah. And follow up on that? Yeah, speaking of smells. Speaking of sniffers, my nose has been twitching all week because, um, so the house that we're staying at has this garden full of lavender and raspberries and all this stuff. And I was out there yesterday and I harvested a bunch of lavender and I was just like, this place is so fucking cool and crazy because all of these smells, the mint and the sweet pea and the raspberry and the lavender and the fresh grass and the sea salt was really making me so uh, grateful to just be in this wonderful environment with fresh air. And I posted something about it on my Instagram and Elise, our friend Elise at Cannabis Edibles 420 posted terps. And I was like, Oh, fucking duh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The n- natural aromas, the aromatic oils. Those terps make terps. the world go around. Yeah. Lavender, the terp in lavender is linalool, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a major terpene in cannabis. So one of the cool things about weed is that, yeah, all of these terpenes that are present in cannabis are also present in other plants in nature. Are you saying that because weed is a plant? I'm saying that the terpene, that aromatic oil that's present in lavender, which is called linalool, is also present in cannabis. Amazing. And myrcene, which is the terp that's present in mango, which is also thought to be good for helping cannabis like um, be effective uh, in, I think, the like re- relaxing you. I'm not sure exactly. I don't fucking know that much. But uh, myrcene, which is present in mango, is also present in cannabis. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the terp world. Yeah. It's cool. So p- crack open some um, funky, like golden goat and yeah. put it on the back of your bathroom toilet and mm-hmm. let those terps fill the bathroom air yeah yeah pot so pourri get it pot hello yeah yeah that's so cool i also lavender is a game changer for me that's never hit my sniffer before really? and it's such a nice smell well like i don't trust you know i'll go to trader joe's and i'll see a broom that make that smells like cinnamon or a pine cone that smells like pine yeah yeah but lavender wild lavender being you know, available for you to sniff at any moment is fresh and new, and I love it. I grabbed some the other day, and someone was like, just leave some in your car. 
And I was like, oh, brilliant. Now the whole car smells like fresh lavender. Um, Dig in on linalool, though, because it is in cannabis. Okay, yes, linalool is in cannabis, and it is uh, in over 200 species of plants. Cinnamon, rosewood, all that kind of stuff. It's um, used as a scent in a lot of perfumed hygiene products, and also as a flea, fruit fly, and cockroach insecticide. That's crazy. Natural insecticide and linalool? Yeah. Damn, this is a very cool terp. Plants that contain linalool. Lavandula, cinnamomum, cannabis, basil, solidaga. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what those. Oh, no, it isn't. Yeah, lavender. No, flowering mint. I don't fucking know. <laughs> don't ask me to talk about terpenes when I don't know much about them. I'm trying to pull this stuff up. I just know that it smells great. The lavender smelled beautiful. Elise was like, terps. And I was like, oh, we should talk about that because this whole natural environment is so full of aromatic oils. And it is very reminiscent of all of your favorite strains of weed. It is. And it's also cool that there are so many scientists in the cannabis game right now who are digging into terps to see like the whole idea behind them and how like the idea that that one is an insecticide and can be a deterrent for roaches and things what a huge thing to learn about it and now scientists are learning about how linalool affects the cannabis plant which affects your um your entire body when you smoke it like Mm -hmm. terps are supposedly the key to unlocking the full what's the word i'm looking for entourage effect the full the full deal of how weed affects you which is the entourage effect the entourage effect yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah which yeah. is how it all works together all the cannabinoids and terpenes and the whole shebang so it's cool that like some of this might be preaching to the choir with our listeners who are just like i know what a terp Someone's is i know what screaming. entourage is duh, duh, duh. <laughs> but i think i think it's just a cool reminder when you go on a walk here and you're out in nature and you see lavender and you see mint and you see all of these plants that are thriving and just realizing that it's all connected and that includes this plant that normally i buy in a jar or roll up in a piece of paper and it's at a store so i'm a little disconnected from the earth where it came from yeah but literally all of them are connected through terpenes and that is sexy as fuck to think about it's so fucking sexy terps yo yeah i'm really enjoying like sniffing around it's good getting out in the garden and like (laughs) you know it's great i'm in heaven i'm learning and i don't know much so please everyone forgive me for not knowing what? But I'm learning. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. What? Dude, I'm from a f- place of like, you know. F- you have a family of scientists. Yes. So does it make you feel weird to not know something and try and say? Yes. I see. It makes me feel like I generally try not to talk about things unless I know a little bit. And so to like be put on the spot to talk about terpenes by you when I was like, I don't know anything. I feel that. I don't think, I think you brought up terpenes though. Yeah, but then you were like, well, dig in. And I was like, I don't know. Oh, I see. <laughs> I'm just trying to say shit smells good. The way to support somebody is not to say keep going. Yeah. It's to add your own knowledge. Yeah. I see. That's a very good point. You're like, go on, say more. And I'm just going to be quiet over here and yeah. let you fucking unspool and get hotter and hotter and hotter in the cheeks and let your underarms sweat. And now I need a fucking gulp of this drink. Excuse me. I yes, go on to you. Okay. Instead of yes anding you, I said, yeah, and also yeah. continue. Okay, I'm good. Word. Cool. The other thing that I'm really enjoying about um, Terps in particular is I'm starting to have a good nose for the type of weed that affects me best. Mm. Like I like a moldy smell and I feel like an across the board mold is kind of a funky cheese. Like any of those types of smells hit me. Citrus hits me right. And then when mm-hmm. I smoke it, 
um, the effects are very like I, I I have a better idea of what to expect with my high. Do and you that's mean the shit. musky? What did I say? Moldy. I'm that's the about, same to me because mold is a specific like something you don't want i don't wear deodorant under my arms all quarantine what do my underarms smell like to you musky okay then yes it <laughs> <laughs> would be so weird if you smelled moldy <laughs> then musky yeah, yeah yeah okay totally cool <laughs> <laughs> wow Word. that's a whole new fucking underarm deodorant advertising campaign like got moldy underarms <laughs> here we yeah. come with something that's gonna help you out Literally, Old Spice, <laughs> the oldest spice, mold. <laughs> Cut it off your bread. It's still good. Unless it's in the middle of the bread, then your mayo falls through. It could be penicillin, got a sore throat, try eating some moldy bread. <laughs> okay, cool. It's really funny to picture an old NyQuil bottle, mm-hmm. and it's just filled with moldy bread. Oh, and like there's a parody commercial in there where it's somebody tapping the jar and just old slices of moldy bread slide out oh. of the jar into a little cup for you to take. The gross out factor on that visual is a little too much for me, especially because I'm still traumatized by the gross out factor on that adult swim video that we watched where the boy punzel from the fairy tales video yeah, it was like wicked twisted gross out fairy tales so it was spins on classic oh. fairy tales but just to the nth degree of chaos and disgusting cringe yeah, yeah and i had to stop watching i had to like get up and walk away because it, you did take a lap yeah it grossed me out so much and it was just a cartoon and right. i realized there are certain things like you have like, i don't like wigglers own- yeah. Fuck, I don't like anything small and wormy and wiggly because I think it's going to swim in my pee hole. Yeah. I don't like them. I don't like uh, blackhead popping, evidently. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it was, a, Both of these are a lot. It was too much. On the uh, wiggly tip, though, can we talk a little bit about what we found in the corn? Fuck, yo. Oh, I'm saying <laughs> yo so much this up and I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> I, I will never not see that because it was for me, the most revolting thing I've ever seen. Well, the good sign was that that corn had not been irradiated, which, you know, I guess is a good thing if you want your produce to be like very, you know, fresh and organic and all that kind of stuff. It was like, you know, very kindy corn. Okay. Harvested fresh from a field. But as I was peeling the husk back, I noticed a pinhole bored into the top of it. And then when I opened it up, there was a caterpillar and he was burrowed into the kernels like he'd made himself a little house in there. It's so revolting. Yeah. It's so gross. It's a parasitic surprise that I do not like. Parasitic surprise. That's exactly what it is. It's an incredibly pleasurable, wonderful experience of husking corn to put on the grill to make delicious. And when you unhusk it and there is a fucking parasitic surprise in there, it ruins the whole encounter. Wow. What what happened to you? (laughs) I don't like worms. (laughs) Have you ever seen a fucking machine? Uh, Like a Sibian? Uh, no, they're like these huge contraptions that are like hydraulic. I've seen some stuff on Chatterbait yeah. that doesn't really speak to me. Yeah, it's not really my thing. No, I don't. I don't like the. I like. I don't like the um, man-machine mixture of sex. Yeah, I don't think. I think it's one thing to have like a vibrator or like an electronic toy, but when you're using like 
the same stuff that I Love Lucy used to make a chocolate gag, but you're using it to come. Like I, it's just like it's a line I haven't found erotic yet. Sure, I'm not into the whole. I mean, whenever anyone's like, "I bought a sex swing," I'm like, "Yeah, but just you know, just try." I don't know. It always feels a little like. How did those? Can I ask you how those work? Because every I've never tried one, I and I've never one. seen one. Holy shit! <laughs> Less about me, more about you. What are we talking about? Uh, I mean, I literally like just broke it because my ass was too fat. You were having sex and you were in one and the thing pulled off the pegs in the ceiling? I was not having sex. I was in one kind of like I had put it up and was like, what's this feel like? And I got into it and it broke. (laughs) Yeah. I bought it at a friend's bachelorette party because she had done one of those like fun things where she had like a sex expert come to the bachelorette party and everyone like got to buy it was like a Tupperware party but you buy like sex toys instead and everyone like bought their you know husband or boyfriend or partner or girlfriend or whoever like a thing and I didn't know what to buy and so I bought this sex wing which you know in hindsight was like just a cheap piece of crap and it wasn't actually that I was too big or heavy for it it was that it was like made out of it was like an edible sex swing no made out of (laughs) roll like fruit by the foot and shit yeah it was like lifesavers and a fruit roll-up exactly (laughs) no it was just a piece of shit and I spent like a hundred bucks on it and uh hooked it up and got in it and the thing snapped and I felt real bad about myself and I was humiliated and I was out like a hundred bucks damn so I'm against sex swings 100% heard I think the the lesson for me was like if you're going to shop for that kind of stuff go with your partner or discuss with your partner what you want to get and then go to a good store and invest like spend the money see this is the shit they need to talk about in school it really is because I really was out like 150 bucks for a bunch of stuff that didn't work and then I hadn't spoken to my partner about it and he was kind of like a little put out. He was like, I don't want this. And it makes me feel weird that you would give it to me. The whole thing was just like bad and shameful. And I think if that's your experience with that kind of stuff, that's not going to make you like you're being open minded and trying to go into it feeling really good and free. And then it kind of shuts you down and shames you. It does. Especially because. Yeah. Well, you're also taking so many shots in the dark when it comes to like sexuality Mm -hmm. and what your kinks are and like what excites you. Like it's throwing like it's trying to shoot beans into a tin can like it's just like some of them are going to land some of them aren't and hopefully the ones that land in there you find a partner who either wants to support those beans or (laughs) is um is like into them as well but the idea of not talking about any of that in school where it's like hey you're into feet you here's a you should be open and okay with being in defeat and if your partner doesn't support that find a new fucking partner but never be scared and take shots in the dark about what you think they're gonna like and what you do like you should learn that sex is like pretty fucking tight and yeah talk about it because it's really good if you can like figure out how to make it really good yeah if you can do it with like a lot of conversation and you know Big, 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 you know, swings at educating everyone before they even go anywhere fucking near it. Yeah. It would be so cool. Like sex ed should be like driver's ed, meaning you should learn how to operate things. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like it shouldn't just be like some terrified teacher at the front of the class talking to a bunch of fucking horny teens and like not giving them any answers and not like and the teens can't talk to each other like big mouth fucking amazing show. Brilliant. Yeah. Watching it for the first time right now. Yeah. And all the kids who are trying to figure it out are like, he's getting fingered. He's going to get fingered at prom. And he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, he's going to get fingered. It's like, ah. Not sure how that works. (laughs) Not not sure he knows how that works. Yeah, exactly. 
Oh man, yeah. what a wild trip. I remember I went to the porn store with my ex and cause we were going to spice things up a little bit. Um, and we both walked around it mm-hmm. and didn't, and we each wanted to bring up things that the other person wasn't into though. And so like I would grab a video or I would grab a toy or I would grab something and she'd kind of quietly be like, Oh yeah, that's, Oh, okay, cool. And then I'd like put it down and be like, or your thing. And then she'd like go over to the, another, a complete different section of the store. And it's like a whip and like, you know, some kind of like ball gag or something like that. And she's like, Oh, like this, that's kind of fun. And I'd be like, Mm-hmm. And she's like, or nothing. And then we would just like leave the store and have a weird walk back to the car without buying anything and without either of us wanting to spend the money on the things we wanted because the other person didn't feel supported. Like we just didn't support each other in like spending money on anything that had to do with sex. Right. Because we were too shamed and like closeted about what we were into to actually have a conversation about it. Yeah. And it's fucked because there's no one who ever taught either of us that. And the fucking internet is doing it now. Like, I'll see more viral tweets that say, like, if he is not into blank, find someone who is into blank. 200 million retweets. And I'm like, oh, oh I've never even thought of that. I've never heard that before. What a novel, important idea. Yeah. I mean, the fact that Dan Savage has been performing the public service of publishing Savage Love for, you know, what, 20 plus years at this point? Do yeah. you read Savage Love? I don't. I mean, he's the one who I think coined GGG, which is good giving and game, meaning, you know, you just kind of need to be willing to indulge your partner to the degree that you're comfortable with in order to let them, you know, realize them their own sexual fucking needs or whatever. It's good giving in game. That's so cool. And it doesn't mean that you have to do anything that you're uncomfortable with. Just like push your own boundaries a little bit. Be good giving in game. And also the campfire rule, which I love. What's that? Which is that you leave someone, um, it's the, it's the leave it better than you found it. Ah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So no matter who your partner is, just like, you know, leave them with a little knowledge and like clean up and move on. Damn right. Right. Yeah. That's great. Okay. See, these are the things. This is why we do this podcast. This is why we do this podcast because it's, you know, I don't know, discovering how to talk about things with all all sorts of new knowledge. I, man, now I want to like talk, like do sex stuff. What do you mean? I don't know. I'm just like <laughs> only thinking about like getting high and like sex stuff. You know? Okay. Because there's just so much out there. There is. And I think, you know, there's such, I mean, fucking lockdown like everyone is wondering what the fuck the new world is going to look like and there's just this huge need for connection like what is that how are we all going to be in six months how's dating going to happen how's a hookup going to happen how is anything going to look have you ever done like sexting or like been like have you ever done like facetime like kind of sex stuff before very little i've done it some too and it's not it's like it's never going to be as good as like you know going down on somebody but like there's something to it that is there is a connection there and i'm very thankful for that connection Mm -hmm. yeah but i don't know it makes me think about our face id thing from the beginning Mm -hmm. like what if you set up face id just as you were coming and so so is your o face (laughs) is the only thing that unlocks the phone (laughs) oh wow and so every time you had to open your phone, you're like, like that. That'd be uh-huh. funny. That's not how I come. I don't come like an old man standing up for the first time. <laughs> By the way. I 
was gonna say <laughs> wow it sounded like you had a hernia <laughs> like you herniated something <laughs> uh, i don't know what it's gonna look like though yeah i don't know Nobody i hope knows. it i hope it combines food weed and orgasms into one pill yeah that's my dream yeah like, you know, if if we're not allowed to ever touch anyone ever again, then I will take that pill that tastes like a turkey dinner and also makes me come real hard. I mean, it is the time to learn how to like feed yourself, take care of yourself, make yourself come meet all of your own needs in a, in a whole new way. Absolutely. And I think it's a cool time to learn how to do that while like being connected to other people who are also meeting their own needs. If that's the new relationship paradigm is that we're all meeting our own needs while in connection with other people who are meeting their own needs. That sounds like a pretty healthy future. Do you have your computer open? Yeah. Can you Google if there's terps in jizz? Oh, gross. I know there aren't because it's a plant-based thing. Okay. But I'm Googling it just to um, satisfy your... Uh, <laughs> the first hit is... Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry for your computer. <laughs> wow. This is really going to mess with my... Um, your ads? My ads. <laughs> uh, the first hit is from Mary Jane. Oh, shit. Mary Jane published very recently. This is so funny. Semen laced with THC is detected among heavy cannabis users, study finds. And no, jizz won't contain enough THC to qualify it as an edible. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Oh, that's fascinating. Uh, a recent study from Harvard Medical School found that trace amounts of THC metabolites were detected in semen samples from frequent cannabis users. Wow. It's a study that was published in Reproductive Physiology and Disease conducted by Harvard Medical School. No shit. Mm -hmm. Fucking fun, Harvard. I mean, what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> Not a vaccine. <laughs> It's not not a, a vaccine. There's, there's more to work on, guys. <laughs> Truly. Uh, no, but although I, mean, I it, did just wonder. And you did. And here's your answer. Here's my answer. Here's so I do appreciate. An answer, you know. Hey, I just started spacing out thinking about like, if things go south uh, in my career, like, I wonder if I can do some like weed cum studies oh. to make a little bit of extra cash. Like you can donate yeah. the samples. Yeah. Mm. You know? Have you ever done medical studies for I, money? I actually haven't. And I'm not, I, I'd be so open to it for the, I would do it. Is what I I'm just saying. applied to be in a study. I didn't get uh, selected, but I, I applied to be in a study that was uh, for MDMA. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. ha have you done them before? I've never done medical studies. No, but I'm really interested in therapeutic psychedelics and there are a bunch of places that are doing really cool research. And so I had applied, uh, not surprised I didn't get selected, but, um, that's yeah. so neat. Yeah. I love that. Like, I think those are the kinds that I'd be interested in. I'm, I'm so allergic to so many types of pills mm -hmm. that I'm very wary about any kind of like new pill to see what the side effects are. Cause it could just kill me cause I'm allergic to so many, but like something like, you know, molly and depression or yeah. anything like that it was That's for ptsd fantastic yeah it was really interesting and it's such a you know i mean i have friends who as starving artists or just you know in need at any time have done things like cell plasma or uh, an old friend of mine actually went in to um a research facility and lived there for two weeks and did a bunch of stuff that like made him feel real bad so you know there are all kinds of clinical trials and studies that are probably not that great but i felt like you know engaging in one that was maybe about healing ptsd through 
MDMA could be really cool to be a part of. That's such an interesting way to be involved with things you believe in. That yeah. has never occurred to me until just now. There was someone just recently tested for what could potentially be a coronavirus vaccine recently, like a couple months ago. Did you read about that? There I was did a woman. Not. The, the thing with the vaccine testing was, of course, because we need it to be accelerated right now because the world is so in need. There isn't the time to go through all of the testing and trials that a vaccine would normally go through. So she volunteered and was like, "I'll test it on me." Yeah. It's, you know, wow, what a what a what a novel type of activism mm -hmm. that is like qualifiable results mm -hmm. for all the right reasons. I'm very inspired right now. I'm going to be honest with your like signing up for an MDMA proposal. That's really nice job, Mary Jane. That's I'm you've inspired me for real. I just thanks. I mean, you know, I'm just really interested in investigating all of the ways that, um, you know, healing is possible through psychedelics and plant medicine and all that kind of stuff. And I've found so much use through psilocybin mm -hmm. and cannabis. And I'm really intrigued by the possibilities with other stuff. Damn. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to see my journal. <laughs> Nobody wants to be testing your jizz. <laughs> oh, hold on. You don't. Or maybe, I mean, there could be. There could be. Come on. There could be someone out there who wants to be. Did I say testing or tasting? What did you mean? <laughs> Harvard, are you listening? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Wow. That's a good way to get back at the Harvard. Like, if you had, like, your, like, uh, elitism you know, down with Harvard, Zoom classes, same tuition, all of that. And so you sign up for their, their jizz clinical trials and it's like uh. nothing but asparagus and lemon water <laughs> for the three months leading up to the testing. That's moldy. Oh, That's straight up moldy, not musky. Go. Yeah. That's fucking, oh my God. Also the fucking clinical, the researchers, I bet get all sorts of weird stuff in the mail. I was just reading about how there was someone who was researching serial killers and they're doing this whole new testing through hair and how they would get like random packages of hair. If you're doing like a clinical trial on jizz, do you think you'd just get random samples sent to you? 100%. Oh, especially dudes who we all think our genetic code is the one to solve the world's problems. 100%. It's like, you know, this guy needs an unexpected, like dick pics, take a back seat. People are mailing jizz to oh. random addresses now. That's where that's how far it's gone with social distancing is dick pics are a thing of the past. Now dudes are sending fucking cum packages to strangers. Yeah. Straight up. I guarantee. Yeah. Timestamp this app because that will be happening one day. Unexpected jizz. <laughs> <laughs> Might be the name of this episode. <laughs> it's so fucked. That's so fucked. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, this was raunchy. What's up with us this week? Hey, yo. I'm, I've am i been out in nature a little bit, trying to eat a little bit more lettuce and roughage, so I feel like my brain is sharper because I'm not eating any just chips. Mm. I'm feeling good. That is good. Yeah. Yeah, that king salmon was crazy good. Straight up. Uh, no excuse, just having a good time. Uh, Buds of the week? Buds of the week. I wanted to also give a shout out to uh, Barnacle Foods for those kelp pickles that our friend Keo gave us and talk about them real quick. Absolutely. Because they were so fucking cool and I've never had anything like that. Uh, basically, they are harvesting kelp and they're making kelp pickles and kelp relishes and all sorts of stuff. Barnacle Foods out of Alaska. So neat. So I had the first time I saw kelp was with you. I had no idea that it was a 60 foot high underwater tree where like it is rooted into the ocean floor but you can still see the tip of it coming through the surface mm -hmm. what a fascinating plant that grows lightning fast mm -hmm. like I, I love i loved them i can also heard from your sister that they uh they oh this one is good they did this one right 
so I guess there's other people trying to kelp it out there, and oh. this is a great one. Like the pickles, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I think she had actually tried when she was pickling something to do a little kelp pickle herself, and it kind of was mushy. I think it's hard to execute the uh, texture of the kelp successfully. The texture is bananas. It's not what I expected. Yeah, it's pretty tough, but then also it had a really good crunch. I don't know. I, I would it say delicious. it's almost, I has, it has like bite mm-hmm. to it because I don't think it's tough. Like your teeth can cut through even if you have soft, smooth, round pearls for teeth. If I just gum it. <laughs> you could gum one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, the texture though, it's like, yeah, I, I don't want to say anything bad because maybe if you're interested in them, try them and see what the texture is. Because if I describe it too much, you might be averse, but I fucking loved it. Yeah. 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 Barnacle Foods. Check them out. Definitely. All right. Well, that's a good butt of the week. Yeah. Let's make that a butt of the week. Okay. They are our first butt of the week, and our second butt of the week is the homie. Uh, Well, I want him to be the homie. I want to be friends with him. So excited. We were just tipped off to Miles Powers uh, here in Port Townsend. We found out about Miles' music, and we were put in touch with him, and we're going to share one of his tracks at the end of this app so stick around and check that out in like a minute yeah (laughs) yeah in a hot minute if you've come this far stick around one more minute (laughs) because miles powers has a track on it here we go he's cool as hell so he's in portland right now um he we met his family here and i was like yo what are you talking about his music is like what kind of hip-hop and she's like oh it's like this and so we dove into his spotify and we listened to his spotify channel for an entire night while Mm -hmm. kicking it here at the crib yeah Dude is talented. I just want to shout out his Spotify real quick. Let me pull it up. Miles Powers. I mean, he has 16,000, more than 16,000 monthly listeners to his Spotify. That's So huge. if you want to get up on someone and be like, I knew so-and-so when, because the dude's about to pop off, like, get on board and, you know, fuck with him heavy because his stuff is great. Yeah. And shout out to Mary uh, for t- turning us on to Miles. Thank it, you. hundred percent. Yeah. So the uh, track we're going to play is called Caged and Carefree. It's his newest single. Jesus Christ. It already has so many listens on his Spotify. Yeah. Oh, man. It's man. People who follow their dreams and just are unrelenting and also mad talented and work hard and surround themselves with other mad talented people to do collabs. Mm-hmm. I will be endlessly inspired by people like this. Yeah. God damn, man. Yeah. I mean, this is the, this is, this is it. That's, it's so, uh, I think, you know, I've felt disheartened, especially in the last few months. It's really easy to get down and to listen to this music and watch someone like fucking just double down on how good he is and how good he knows he is. It's fucking cool. Yeah. And the validation is in tons of listeners all over the fucking world. Yeah. And you're going to fucking love it too. There you go. So without further ado, enjoy. Wait. Oh, no, we got to say goodbye. We got to say goodbye. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Miles well, will be a guest at some point. We'll have him on. Yeah, we, we got to talk to him. Follow him on Instagram. It's at Miles Powers. Go on to Spotify everywhere. Miles Powers, Miles Powers, Miles Powers. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. follow us on Instagram at Weed and Grub. And email us at WG at Weed and We also got a really great review on our iTunes recently. So thank you so much for continuing to give us five stars and leave really dynamite reviews that I think touch both of our hearts. Yeah, so much. It's so cool to hear from people. I've had a couple of DMs lately too about just you know like are continuing to have these conversations hanging out having a great time together um so glad that folks are listening and liking it and it just means so much it's like it's my uh it feels like my home my my once weekly home my therapy my my fun my my good time my hang all that good stuff so i want to give one more shout out oh to the national uh cannabis festival oh right for profiling us and 
um, just wanting to rock with us too. It's a huge festival. And so to want to profile us for it is a huge honor. So thank you so much for wanting to, um, you know, share our message all over the world. Yeah. And you can check out the IGTV video on their Instagram at National Cannabis Festival, which I think is N-A-T-L Cannabis Festival. Fest. N-A-T-L Cannabis Fest. Yeah. Or we'll put it, it's on our Weed and Grub too. Yeah, it's everywhere. Come on. Yeah. All right. Miles Powers? Miles Powers. Hell yeah. Thank you for listening. Enjoy Miles Powers. Have a great week. Bye, everyone. Bye. And the days go by like I've lost them. And the leaves turn dry after blossom. Caged and I'm carefree. Pray that you damn me. Cause motherfuckers doubt it, but there ain't no luck about it. And the days go by like I've lost them. And the leaves turn dry after blossoms Caged and I'm carefree Pray that you damn me Cause motherfuckers doubt it But there ain't no luck about it I know my art's a costume Part of my art is hostile Part of my art is satu Part of the dualism of man I'm managing as I ought to Finishing just to got to Summer up in my head But I'm fucking ready I got you uh, I need some hot songs Right on serving hot food Like meal ticket ticket Meal ticket ticket Come up Still fickle switching moods again Wobble woozy Yeah spill in the liquor Real sick I think I'm drowning And the days go by Like I've lost them And the leaves turn dry After blossoms Caged and I'm carefree Pray that you damn me Cause motherfuckers doubt it But there ain't no luck about it And the days go by Like I've lost them And the leaves turn dry After blossoms Caged and I'm carefree Pray that you damn me Cause motherfuckers doubt it But there ain't no luck about it I'm here for you, yes I'm here for you, yes I am, if you ain't give half a damn, I can make that happen though, yes I care for you, yes I care for you, yes I do, I can chill and crack a joke, I can keep you happy though, yes I pass it, yes I pass it, pass that draw, I can make you match your soul, I'm gonna take my stashes though, I've been at this, I've been at this year, at this woe, I can make you bad this though, I can give you passion bro, I stop stressing, I stop stressing about the people I can grow and learn with, the flow is earnest, world is turning, feel me, I stop caring, Hear me now, that's how it go, as a blurry Believe I'm very down with heaven, no sense of direction Long as I tend toward expression, yeah Gently told them, hold on, I'm more than my message, yeah Hold on, my blessing, kiss it, caress it, abuse it Moving unusually, loopy, who see the fool or the student? I can teach you the right, but cool, makes and master this art I can teach you to like it more, I can capture your heart, yeah But you'll be taking the back way, picking my team in the stack, yeah Picking my demons in ashtrays, I'm gonna live in the past That's my entire emotion, what inspired me most Like I've lost them And the leaves turn dry after blossoms Caged and I'm carefree Pray that you damn me Cause motherfuckers doubt it But there ain't no luck about it And the days go by Like I've lost them And the leaves turn dry after blossoms Caged and I'm carefree Pray that you damn me Cause motherfuckers doubt it But there ain't no luck about it